a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Joining us today is Rich Thurman. He is the innovator and the director of the Utah Renaissance Fair, which is coming very soon to Thanksgiving Point. Rich, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure to be talking with you. Well, the Renaissance was a beautiful time in history. How did you, as an ER physician, become the person who founds the Utah Renaissance Fair? Well, I first have to clarify, I certainly have not done this by myself. I've had lots of help from many different sources along the way. But to answer your question, there are these sorts of events being held across the country and have been for a while. And uh, when I was going uh, doing my residency in Kansas City, I became acquainted with their uh, local Renaissance Fair, and it was uh, held in the autumn. And after the stresses of a day at the, doing my residency at, in uh, emergency medicine, it was such a it was such a change of and it was like going into another world. Which we try to recreate an actual Renaissance fair, and then that time period spans between about 1450 and 1650, uh, a magical time in many ways, as the uh, world was emerging from a pandemic of another sort, of course, the Black Plague and other things, that uh, a reawakening of art, culture, science, uh, medicine, just uh, across the Western civilization. So I kind of kept that in my mind for a few years, uh, actually about 30 years. That's a long time to hold on to an idea. (laughs) And uh, when we moved to Utah... I thought, wow, that wouldn't it be great to recreate this uh, in my home state of Utah? There's so much talent that I uh, came across and so much interest that uh, that was kind of the impetus for starting this back in 2012. I love that you help paint the picture that way, uh, Rich, because truly when you do enter a fair, and I should have kind of revealed to you that I have attended Renaissance fairs probably a half dozen times over the last uh, 30, 35 years. And it is an extraordinary experience to step back into that period of history. And that period of history is so amazing. You know, the word itself, Renaissance, means in French, right, or rebirth. And and it was a time of rebirth. And you mentioned, yes, they were coming out of a time of fear and death with the Black Plague, then, you know, celebrating life in all its colors and, and fullness. And here we are kind of coming back hundreds of years later out of a time of cloistering 
And uh, so it's a perfectly timed event, the Utah Renaissance Fair. The Utah Valley Fine Arts Council has been also promoting this because you mentioned there are a lot of artistic elements to a Renaissance Fair. And so before we kind of launch into that area, tell us the dates of the Utah Renaissance Fair. This will be August 27th and 28th. It's at uh, Thanksgiving Point at the Electric Park there, which is just behind the movie theaters. Starts at 10 o'clock both days. Uh, the evening joust, 6 o'clock, uh, is the last part of the event. But then we open it to the public for a free concert um, from a couple of out-of-state excellent performers that we have coming at 7 o'clock. Okay, so you said 6 o'clock is where the jousting occurs, and often there's quite a, a crowd that likes to watch this. It's it's quite extraordinary. So the jousting will take place right there at Thanksgiving Points Electric Park at 6 o'clock each evening? Right, that, that's okay. the second uh, joust. We have uh, two of, of those events during the day. Got it. And we remember you are an emergency room physician. So have you ever gone from the ER directly to, to mount a horse yourself to go joust? Uh, not personally, but I have <laughs> taken care of a couple of people that uh, have been injured with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It's a wonderful balance to think of you providing that urgent, um, traumatic medical care when it's needed, and then also having this other beautiful chapter of your life. And so, thank you for doing something like this for the community. You mentioned the dates are the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth at Thanksgiving Points Electric Park. Uh, the hours are ten a.m. to eight p.m. And there's the free concert at seven o'clock. Where is the best place to get tickets? Is it right at the gate at Electric Park? You can get uh, tickets at the gate, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can also buy them online at a discounted rate at Utah Ren. That's R E N Fair F A I R E using the old form dot org. UtahRenFair.org. Utah with an E.org. And the event coming up August 27th and the 28th. Okay, I mentioned the arts and so did you. Talk to us a little bit about some of the artistic presentations that will be there at the Utah Renaissance Fair this year. Oh, certainly. Well, so besides the uh, Full Armored Combat uh, League <laughs> and the Knights of Mayhem providing military uh reenactments, if you would. We also have a wonderful area called the the Shire, and that is where our artisans come. And there's there's one thing to watch things, but when you can actually participate and get hands-on experience. So we have artisans showing uh, their areas of expertise in uh, pottery, calligraphy, woodworking, just multiple areas. And we've set up the Shire sort of uh, like a piazza with a central fountain and roads going in different directions. Uh, And each road kind of takes you down a new experience. Uh, We have a wonderful uh, weapons expert, uh, David Belt, that uh, tells all about weapons in his stentorian voice with a uh, uh, heavy Scottish brogue. One road leads you to the Globe Theater. Another road leads you down uh, to the uh, flower shop. And so we just, if we try to recreate a little uh, village, a medieval village with artisans 
displaying and interacting with people. So we, we try to make this fair as educational as possible. And for that reason, on Friday, uh, between 10 and 3, uh, we invite school kids we, uh, to come homeschool or with their school classes, and they get in for a reduced price of $5. An activity for school kids. Very nice. Those tickets, actually wristbands, allow them to come back the next day for no additional charge. Oh, that is wonderful. And I love the fact also that children six and under, or children under six, are free in general. So it's a great thing to do for education. And I have memories of bringing my children, you know, around a, a blacksmith and having them learn um, not just the brute strength and, and the role of fire that was required to, you know, make this, the weapons and the armory, but also the artisanship. It, it really is was such a combination of both that. And kids learn so fantastically and so excitedly when it's done right in front of them. So lots. OK, I didn't want to fast forward past the Knights of Mayhem. <laughs> so let's make yeah, yeah. sure we do a really good job with this, because we did uh, mention the jousting that occurs a couple of times a day, which is part of the, just the wonderful theater of a Renaissance fair. But tell us about the Knights of of mayhem. Oh, gladly. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I move on, uh, just yes. to let you know, we do have two blacksmiths today or, or at this fair this year. One of them will be in the Viking uh, village. We have a full Viking, the Vikings of Utah will recreate a Viking village, and uh, they may even be raiding the Shire a time or two during the day. Oh, how fantastic. Okay, uh, thank you so much for bringing that. So you have there's an organization in Utah called the Vikings of Utah? That's correct. Uh-huh. And uh, they are a fearsome group. And, <laughs> they, but, they, but they're also, they display the art and culture of Vikings. And if you want to get your, your hair or your beard braided, that's where you'd go. All right. But, uh, <laughs> the uh, Knights of Mayhem, Charlie Andrews, uh, bigger than life character. Uh, lives right here in our Eagle Mountain, and he is the 11-time world champion full-contact joust jousting expert. My goodness. So we're not talking about just the theater he, in, in, in the sense that the jousting is reenacting. He's actually doing combat as a jouster and is the 11-time champion. Is that correct? World champion. That's wow. right. Wow. This is not a choreographed combat, and they come out on their very large draft horses, uh, uh, and I would not like to be between them. They uh, <laughs> frequently will uh, dismount their opponent. They they do other displays, equestrian uh, horsemanship type of uh, combat, but it's mainly the, the jousting uh, list and the combat between Charlie, he usually has three other knights uh, that come out as well. Uh, the highlight of the day. And let me tell you, Charlie is as tough as a bear, but as gentle as a kitten once you get to know him. Mm. Got a good, a good heart. And I love the fact that Charlie lives in Eagle Mountain and people might have no idea that the person who's driving by them or at the grocery store, that he has the Knights of Mayhem and is an 11-time world champion. Is there a place online where we can find the schedule of the jousting and some of these other events to make sure we don't miss it? 
Well, yeah, it's funny you should mention that because I was just working at that today. But the, the joust uh, on Friday is at 12 noon so that the school kids can see him and at 6 p.m. On Saturday, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. Okay. And now, obviously, and that, if Charlie's the, sh- the star, who is Charlie jousting against? Well, he's brought knights before from Australia. He bought a, a, brought a, a woman jouster from Germany last time we were there. And he has uh, that he is the captain of the Knights of Mayhem. So I don't always know. I just know it's a good show. Actually, that just adds to some of the mystery. We won't know when we watch the Knights of Mayhem uh, who's underneath that armor and those masks. But we can check out the schedule at utahrenfair.org. I love to see that there's so much for kids. There's face painting and puppets and just so much excitement for them. But I also am interested, of course, I work in music radio, in your music. And you're bringing some special acts from out of state and in state? Uh, Yes. This year we're happy to have the Harp Twins back from uh, Chicago. They have a big following on YouTube. And they they play uh, covers of Renaissance music and kind of their own own style. They're identical twins. They're beautiful gals, and they have great music. And uh, we've had them here before. Utah loves them. Uh, In addition, we have a group of pipers called Tartanic, uh, a piper from Minneapolis, and another from Phoenix coming in with a drummer from uh, Houston. And they get the crowd going with uh, (laughs) fast-acting bagpipe and drumming music. But in addition, we have some excellent local uh, musicians, uh, Pennyland, uh, and I've just got in front of me the whole list, and the it will be up on utahrenfair.org, the whole list of entertainment. Well, and even as I hear that, I, we've got Vikings who will be uh, possibly marauding <laughs> at the event and, uh, you know, setting up, is it a Viking village that we can visit? It is a Viking village. Now, to counteract their threat, this year we have something new. We will have an entire Crusaders village, military encampment, and that will include the Crusaders from our uh, Utah Ren Fair and the Salt Lake Crusaders. So we're, we'll be on guard looking for Vikings. And the kids and the families and all of us at the Utah Renaissance Fair will be on guard looking for crusaders, looking for Vikings. <laughs> but also it's educational. So we'll be educating people about uh, the crusades and how that affected the Renaissance. I could go on and on. The full combat league are combatters that dress up in entire armor and uh, beat each other over the head with axes and maces. That's all. <laughs> That's always a highlight. Uh, We have a Pinocchio theater with wonderful storytellers and uh, puppeteers for the children. That'll be going on all day, both days. To me, like, I just keep thinking, obviously, I'm a mother of boys, but of course, uh, you know, girls, all of us would enjoy this, but I can just see the look on my children's face as they see parts of this history kind of dramatized right in front of them and have a chance to see that Viking boat, right? And and then, you know, have a chance to hear the fantastic stories um, in a storytelling, uh, you know, area. How beautiful. 
beautiful uh, this is. I also noticed, Rich, and for those who just joined us, we are talking about the Utah Renaissance Fair. Uh, Rich Thurman is not only an ER doctor, but he also is the founder of the Utah Renaissance Fair. This year it will be at Thanksgiving Point, the Electrical Park from August 27th and the 28th, kids six. Uh, under six are free. There's discount rates for homeschool and uh, school-aged children. Uh, other than that, I was looking at pricing. Admission is $20 for adults, $17 for seniors and students, which is very thoughtful, $10 for children 6 to 12. And uh, you'll be able to buy those tickets with a discount at, online at Utah Ren, R-E-N, fair, F-A-I-R-E, Dot org, or you can buy them at the gate of the Thanksgiving Point Electric Park on uh, the 27th and 28th. I heard, Rich, uh, that you have falconry that will be there as well. Uh, we do. We have a, a great group that's bringing uh, falcons, uh, owls. They have, even have an eagle that they're bringing, a, a number of other birds. But when you think of the Renaissance, you think of lots of different aspects, as we've all seen in movies. And so we want people to uh, leave the fair and saying, oh, I wish we had had time to see that. We'll have to come back next year because there really is a lot (laughs) to see. And that's why we if you come Friday and get a wristband, you can come back the next day. It's a. Uh, one one price for the full event, not just per day. I think that is fantastic. Uh, I want to know a little bit more about the Renaissance Feast, or pardon me, the Medieval Feast, just for VIPs, or tell me about some of the food options, because I can't help but imagine someone dressed like, you know, Henry VIII with a big uh, chunk of a turkey, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh-huh. you know, drumstick yeah. in, their, in their hands, or maybe I'm tapping into Disneyland. But tell me a bit about the VIP Medieval Feast. Well, once you have a ticket, uh, you are the VIP, so... Uh... That invites you to bring out uh, the royalty within you. Uh, there's, there's a feast after the evening joust. Uh, we'll have uh, a great ma- uh, magician, Mike Hamilton. Uh, we'll have musical uh, events going on during the feast. But, yes, it, it will be a recreation of a medieval uh, renaissance. We'll move it up in the area to a renaissance feast. Uh, not required to use your fingers. There will be utensils. <laughs> and uh, uh, unfortunately, I believe it is sold out this year. It uh, sold out in June. So if you would like to join us next year for that, plan ahead. All right. That's that's good to know because I think you had a few of us salivating right there. The Utah Renaissance Fair. We have just about five minutes uh, together still with Rich Thurman, the founder of this. And as he's been describing, um, this is a family-friendly event. Yes, there's jousting. Yes, there will also be the chance to see, um, you know, the Vikings marauding and the Crusaders going against this. I was just thinking about how you have pipers and drummers. And I, I was thinking of, you know, Scotland and England and Iceland and Norway and, you know, um, uh, European countries, Southern European countries, they're all kind of blended in this event. It, how do you, um, you know, decide what to create so that this is something that families with children of all ages will want to come and explore? Well, uh, that is, that's a really good question. And we're 
operating this year under a little smaller space than we've had because uh, they've sold off part of the park. Uh, in the past, we have had a third tent called the Scheherazade tent, which uh, features the influences of the Middle East on the Renaissance uh, with the whole venue of uh, Chinese dancers, dragon dancers, uh, belly dancers, uh, Cairo by Night, which is an authentic Egyptian band <laughs> that's based in Salt Lake City. And so the contribution of that era, uh, area of the world uh, to the Renaissance is often forgotten. Uh, we try to have a three-prong approach to this. We want our fair to be first educational because learning about our heritage, the background for the things that we enjoy today is our main goal. Uh, we want people to be able to buy some really cool stuff. So we do have some good merchants that will be selling uh, things appropriate for the fair. And third, we want people to be really entertained. So we, we're pretty strong in that area as well. It, it, you've described it beautifully, Rich. And I think about, uh, you know, sitting down and telling the kids we're going to go back in time uh, to the 1500s, <laughs> to the Utah Renaissance Fair, but it's just all at Thanksgiving point. And you've thought of things like pirates and fairies, which kind of brings to life some of the, the belief in, in the magic, right? And the kind of other world beliefs that existed so commonly in the 1500s and 1400s as well. The mythical beliefs, right? Yeah, that, that is correct. And, and I mentioned earlier, we are uh, coming out of uh, a pandemic like they were back in the Renaissance era. We may not be out of it completely uh, as an ER physician. I know that quite well. So we will have sanitation uh, uh, locations, the, the restrooms, of course, but then uh, also hand sanitizers and that type, type of people that are not immunized to first get immunized, and if not, to uh, feel free to wear, wear a mask. As you know, masking was a big part of the Renaissance as well, so you would be well in your place. It's interesting and really illuminating that you brought up the history of the Black Plague and that they had to wear masks at that time. In fact, a lot of people are familiar with the, you know, the mask uh, dancers would wear hundreds of years ago for masquerades. And they're quite famous in Venice, these beautiful masks that came from that period of time of the Black Plague. So, yeah, this is not the first time or a second time that a world um, pandemic has hit and people have been asked to not only wear masks, but to also change the way they interact with each other, lifestyle changes, right, to help keep each other safe. Yes, and, and, and it, I, but I, at the same time, we get the sense of excitement uh, from people that have maybe been watching too many uh, Netflix series, et cetera, to get out and do something. So I were expecting record crowds. I apologize beforehand if there's parking issues, but people are excited uh, to be coming, and we just would... Uh, ask people to, to use uh, good judgment and sanitation type of things because we're not quite out of this yet. 
Right. And and uh, even those who are vaccinated may choose to mask themselves and their children as well. Uh, the Utah Renaissance Fair at Thanksgiving Points Electric Park, Rich Thurman, the founder, describing this upcoming event on the 27th and the 28th. And indeed, if you want to get there when traffic or parking might be more accessible, it opens at 10 in the morning and goes until 8 at night, both Friday and Saturday. Rich, thank you so much for creating this and bringing it back. You said, this is this the 12th year of the Utah Renaissance Fair? Well, this would have been our 10th uh, had it not been for last year. So this is our ninth annual fair. Okay, I guess I should do some math. <laughs> First of many more. Right, you started in 2012. But thank you. And again, watch that website. That's where you can get discounted tickets as well. It's Utah Ren Fair, spelled with an E at the end, dot org. And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. <laughs> There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.